This is the History of Portugal podcast with Brian Kirk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Brian Kirk with Eat to My Own Beat, taking the road less traveled with the History of Portugal podcast, episode 84. Uh, we are continuing in on the history of Portugal. Uh, we are currently in the Umiad conquest of Hispania. Uh, this took place between um, 711 and 718. So uh, some of the background that of the, uh, the era, the historian Al-Tabari transmit a traditional attributed to the Caliph of Uthman, who slated the road of to Constantinople was through Hispania. Only through Spain can Constantinople be conquered. If you conquer Spain, you will share the reward of those who conquer Constantinople. The conquest of Hispania followed the conquest of Maghreb. Walter Kegi says Tabari's tradition is dubious, arguing the conquest of the far western reaches of the Mediterranean Sea was motivated by military, political, and religious opportunities. He considers that it, that it was not a shift in the direction due to the Muslims failing to conquer Constantinople in 678. Precisely what happened in Iberia in the early 8th century is uncertain. There's one contemporary Christian source, the Chronicle of 754, which happens to end at that date, regarded as a reliable but often vague. There are no contemporary Muslim accounts and later Muslim compilations such as the Al-Maghari from the 17th century reflect the later ideological influence. Roger Collins writes that the, po the paucity of early sources means the detailed specific claims need to be regarded with caution. The Umayyads who took control of Hispania from the Visigoths who had ruled from roughly 300 years at the time of the conquest, the Visigoth upper class was beginning to fracture and had many problems with the succession and the maintaining power. This was particularly due to the fact that the Visigoths were only 1-2% to of the population, which made it difficult to maintain the control over the rebelling populations. The ruler of the time is King Roderick, though it is somewhat contentious. I do apologize, that's my cat. Uh, the manner of King Roderick's ascent to the throne is unclear. There are accounts of dispute of Aquila II, a son of the predecessor, which Tissa, later re original list, which cite Aquila and omit Roderick, are consistent with the contemporary account of the Civil War. Numismatic evidence suggests a division of royal authority, which several coinages being struck, and the Aquila II remained king of Terraconense, the Ebro Basin, and the Septimana until circa 713. The nearly contemporary chronicle of 754 describes Roderick as the usurper who earned the allegiance of the other Goths by deception. While this less reliable late 9th century chronicle of Alfonso III shows a clear hostility towards Appa, Bishop of Seville or Toledo, 
and probably a brother of Wisitas, who appears is unlikely heroic dialogue with Pelagius. There are also a, a story of one Julian, Count of Sechu, whose wife or daughter was raped by Roderick and who sought help from Tangier. However, these stories are not included in the earliest accounts of the conquest. Thank you for watching episode 84 of the History of Portugal podcast. We will continue on with our next segment on Saturday. And we have a couple more, one more week after that of episodes before I go away to Portugal to do our first uh, vlogs for the channel. I will continue to do episodes of the History of Portugal while we are away. So there will be no delay. It'll be released at noon Pacific Standard Time uh, every day that's supposed to be Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. If you like this content, please subscribe to my channel on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on all the podcast forms that this is available on. And uh, send me a comment or uh, just like the videos. So until next time, keep eating to your own beat. Take the road less traveled and have a great day.